Get on up, Flyer fans. It's the show that's just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Planigan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light, the perfect beer for whatever happens, and by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell. Flyer fans, hey, welcome back into the best bar in town, Flanagan's Pub. This is a fine radio program we call Flyer Feedback. I'm John Bedell. Alongside me tonight is my good pal and former Flyer, still great, Josh Pastorino. Josh, good to have you along. Buddy. I don't know about that still great, John, <laughs> but uh, maybe a few years ago. Dayton Flyers a winner tonight, 75-61 of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Dayton improves to 9-2 and two on the year. Josh, they got a full week off before uh, for, for Christmas before Ole Miss comes up here uh, to the uh, to UD Arena to wrap up the non-conference slate. And as first reported here on News 95.7 WHIO, Jordan Seibert really likes playing against Georgia Tech. I tell you what, I was I was there live on the sideline last year watching him play, and I felt That's I felt right. a little flashback uh, flashback this year. I tell you what, his eyes lit up. You could see the confidence. You know, the the, uh, the basket when you're shooting that well looks you know looks about double the size. You know, you can just see him. He's stepping into his shot. There's no backing up. Um, he had a great game. That was a confidence, Josh, that I felt like just exuded this whole team today. I tweeted at one point, and I really did mean this, and it's not a knock on the fans. It's just I have not heard UD Arena as loud it was as it was tonight in quite some time. That place was going absolutely bonkers at more times than I could really count, various different times throughout the night. You know what? I think a couple things on that, John. I think one is... The UD fans and the Flyer faithful are going to get behind this team. You know, they had a tough week. They had a tough. They had two of their guys that they've been been part of. You know, for for a long time now, had great successes with, are gone. And those kids had a tough time. The the fans realize that, and they're getting after the Boston game. Everybody was feeling it out a little bit tonight. They were all in. You know, and and I think. And the team, uh, the team on a whole, the team chemistry and those type things, those guys are playing together and they feed off that. Jordan Seibert had a quote uh, a couple days ago in, in the Dayton Daily News with either David Jablonski or Tom Archdeacon, which of my coworkers it was, it escapes me at the time. I think it was Jabo. And he basically told Dave, look, after the tough week off the court and losing the two players they lost who were kicked off the team last week, Jordan said, I don't care. We can go out there and win with five guys. And I think that's the attitude they have now, Josh, of so what? You know, yeah, we're down. This is our new reality. But this is a team so far that in two games with their new reality, if you will, has looked really good and looks like, as Keith said, this is a challenge. And they have met it so far authoritatively in two different games now. They really have. And, and just to go back what Jordan's saying, and the reason he says those things right now is because he's taking a leadership role. You know, he hasn't always done that. He's led by example. But you can tell him, you can tell those guys are feeding off of him. Yeah. The guy's been unbelievably consistent over the last three weeks. Played really good basketball, scored double figures, I think, for nine games now in a row. Um, but 
when he is playing well, those guys relax and they just they all play better. And, and you can see everybody just feeding off their anchor, uh, Jordan Seibert. And I thought a lot of fans might have freaked out a little bit last week. And certainly, you know, we you thought we had depth issues before what happened last week. It, it hasn't gotten any better now. But at the same time, Josh, you look at this team, and what comes to mind for me is so what if they're a little shallow because uh, in terms of their depth? Because you look at the, what, what comes to mind for me in, in the Atlantic 10 specifically is a team like St. Joe's and historically Phil Martelli he'll, he'll run five, six guys deep he'll play seven guys total all night and look at the success St. Joe's has had over the last few years and I don't think that it at least two games into this new reality the depth is not an issue so far well it, you know one thing with, with St. Joe's and that's Martelli's philosophy but that's a bunch of coaches philosophy around the country if you look at uh, Jim Beheim at Syracuse he has eight guys on scholarship all the time that's it then he has walk-ons he plays six, seven guys and that's it nobody cares nobody's looking over their shoulder uh, he's done it for years and, and he's had a pretty successful career doing it. Yeah. So now I'm not saying every one of the, our guys at, at Dayton are, are Syracuse ACC players, but you know what? It's not a coincidence that these guys are shooting so well the last two games. Daryl Davis isn't looking over his shoulder to come out of the game. Boy. There's no one to put in. You know, they're, they're doing it together, and everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's feeding off each other and, and really, um, you know, making plays for a, for their teammate. He was a guy, Daryl specifically, Josh, and I think a lot of people thought, man, he dropped 17 against Alabama A&M in the opener, and before Saturday night against Boston, I think a lot of fans were thinking, man, where'd that Daryl Davis go? All of a sudden, he's back in a big way. I mean, he only had eight points tonight, but you talk about a guy that had confidence at points tonight. There was one that he, a three ball, he stepped in. To. There was a fast break, and I believe Kyle Davis was bringing the ball down. I swung it around on the right wing to Scooch, and Davis was clapping for it up top. Stepped right into that thing, let it fly. So, gorgeous. I mean, fundamentally sound. Stepped right into it, let it fly, and just nothing but nylon. You could tell he was just feeling it tonight. Well, as a player, as an ex-player, and as a, as a recent coach, you know, when, when you see guys start calling for the ball, and you're right, when your footwork and you're stepping right, you see Seibert do it all the time because he's so confident right now. But when Daryl steps Stepping in, ready to shoot, ready to take on that next shot. Um, he's going to knock it down because he's got a great stroke. Um, you know, and as a freshman, that first game, you know, you're going to go through ups and downs as a freshman. Yeah. They certainly, you know, after uh, Alabama and A&M, the talent level stepped up a little bit. They played Texas A&M, UConn, you know, and then Boston College. So yeah. he was feeling his way out. And, you know, um, you know, some, sometimes, you know, these type things take, you know, change guy's career you know um you yeah. know daryl's gonna be counted on this year he might not have been counted on you know as much as he is now uh the rest of the year if if the team didn't change last week you mentioned changing careers archie said something to that effect uh, i believe it was yesterday he said look the situation we're in right now this has got as you mentioned a chance to completely change the projection of collegiate careers for a lot of guys and so far some of them are uh, taking advantage of this opportunity and, and running with it quite literally Flyer fans, this is your show. 457-1290 is the number to jump on the show with us. Or if you're here at Flanagan's, you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic, which is where we'll go right now. Hey, John and uh, Josh, I'll tell you what. After the dismissals, if you told me the Flyers would be 2-0, and and especially with double-digit victories, particularly one against Georgia Tech, I would have looked at you funny. But you know what? I mean, you've, you've basically said it. This team is pulled together. Classic example, Kendall Pollard, five for six from the three-throw line, and he couldn't buy a free throw before uh, this happened. I mean, that to me shows, you know, just the type of uh, commitment, uh, one, one instance of uh, what this team uh, is doing right now and uh, hopefully will continue on to do so. Well, absolutely, I agree with you. And one thing, you, you used a great word, commitment. 
and I think over the last week or so, you know, each one, and I think Archie um, has asked those guys to recommit themselves. You know, I've been at practice a few times over the last week. There isn't a guy that shoots more practice free throws than Kendall Pollard. I mean, he is practicing every single day on his own when no one's watching. You know, no one's in the gym. After practice, before practice, before, you know, around exam week last week. So um, those guys are all recommitting themselves to being a team. And, and they're a different team. And Archie uses the word reboot, you know, yeah, rebooted. But... The, uh, they're all working together, and they see each other working hard, and they're playing for each other. Well, and a good example of that was the second half. They had a six-point lead. It melted down to one, and they came up with two consecutive stops, including one uh, with the shot clock. I mean, you know, there is a you know, visible example of how much better, I think, in some cases this team is. I mean, you look before the dismissals, uh, we blew leads. And uh, I think we've had two consecutive situations where we've been challenged in our character, the team has come through, and they basically come through and, and, and blown the other team away uh, at the end of the game. I mean, they finished strong twice in a row. They really have. And, uh, you know, you can mention, you know, Jordan, and obviously everyone knows Jordan's been really consistent, but I really think Scoochie Smith has played, played great, two great games, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's quietly ran the team. He's, qu- yeah. he's quietly just been a calming influence on the rest of the guys. Because when you, when, when you face adversity and sometimes some guys can try to get out of character and do too much. Well, you don't see those guys doing too much. They take what they have, and guys are confident and going to shoot it, but Scoochie Smith has really um, ran the team. You can tell those guys are looking at him to, to, to tell them where to be, and um, that's a great sign for the rest of the year. Okay, getting off the stage with this one. It seems like we've had a different cast of stars each game. we got Ole Miss coming up here in about a week. Who do you see being really key amongst the true team and, and what their con- contribution is going to be? Well, I think um, Deshaun Pierre, when he started out shooting the ball like he did tonight, and, and those, you know, he's such a big, big part of how they're going to be successful the rest of the year. I mean, he's a mismatch problem for three men, for four men, who, wherever you put him, and he's going to play mostly the power forward because he gets matched up against the power forward. You saw Charles Mitchell tonight guarding Deshaun Pierre. He doesn't have a chance. He doesn't have a chance for him. When Deshaun Pierre wants to score and, and shoot like he, when he's shooting the ball from the perimeter like he does, those bigger power forwards have no chance of guarding him. So I think he's such a key. Um, but again, I think keeping this team loose and taking open shots and, and you know, as a, as a coaching staff, keeping those guys, ha- you know, just, just having a good time, working hard to get better, but keeping this team loose and going, it seems like, you know, seems like that's the way they need to play. Yep. Well, hey, this was a great Christmas present, guys. Merry Christmas to you both. Until next time, we go Flyers. Go Flyers. Speaking of Christmas, back to the Bud Light Mike where I knew it. Santa is a Dayton Flyers fan. Thank you for the win, Santa. Absolutely. I've been following this team since Puerto Rico, and uh, they certainly uh, showed a lot of heart today. Uh, I've never seen our team play as hard as they did on both ends of the ball today. And i, I got to give the coach a lot of credit, too, because he's taken the team in less than uh, in three games until they transformed their, their style of play. Defense, offense, scrapping for the ball on the rebounds. I mean, you see the big guys go out there, you get a little concerned, and they may have gotten some rebounds, but they, they didn't hang on to them very long because once they got down to the floor, someone else snatched it away. So uh, the Flyers have been very good this year. From last spring, 
to this year. So uh, they're going to find some very nice presents under the tree this year. <laughs> so, and, and, and the Flyer fans were very good tonight. That place was rocking. I yeah, thought the was. roof was going to come off. I was ready to pay more to get the roof replaced. So... Uh, Congrats. Doesn't that make your job easier if the roof's been blown off? You can just yeah. I mean, chimneys get really messy yeah. after a while. But so, if the roof's know, gone, no you can roof, just hop just, right in there. Just hover the sleigh and just rappel right in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, great game by the Flyers. Great game by the coaches. And uh, let's go Flyers. They're definitely ready for uh, uh, conference play. Go Flyers. Certainly, they got one week left. Josh, I thought uh, defensively tonight too, man. They just. Uh, you know, for a lot of Archie teams, we see a lot of man. Uh, you know, we didn't see a whole lot of zone last year, and there were a lot of fans that thought if we played a zone, we'd never lose another game. Uh, but we saw a zone tonight. Archie said Saturday, hey, look, uh, with our depth situation now, uh, we're not going to be able to play man for 40 minutes. But as Larry talked with him yesterday on the Archie Miller Show, it's zone with man principles in that you're not just rotating to the ball. you still got to have hands up. You're, 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 you're moving to the ball quick. The rotations have got to be crisp and on time. Uh, the, I just thought swarming defense tonight, whether it was man or zone, but it's that zone defense tonight, man, was just staunch at yeah, times. Just really, really active, you know, yeah. and they run a matchup zone. So it, a matchup zone has man principles. Um, they got to keep the ball in front of them. You know, they're, they're not handing guys off to other people in a zone. They're not just guarding their area. You know, they're, they're guarding the ball with pressure on the ball, like you said, John. But, you know, the key tonight, and they executed it perfectly, was keeping Georgia Tech off balance. So there was a timeout. I don't know if, you know, you saw early, but, um, you know, out of 13 or 14 seconds left on the shot clock, uh, Dayton, Dayton had gone man the whole time. They go zone. So, you know, Georgia Tech's got a man play coming in. Now Dayton shows up in a zone. It takes them five seconds to figure out, you know, what are we going to run. They throw up a bad shot with about three seconds on the shot clock. They get a rebound. So those are the little things in between the game, in between the lines that a lot of people didn't see right away. But you keep Georgia Tech off balance and don't really know what they're in and they keep looking over to the bench, that's how you win ball games and keep, keep a team from uh, scoring a lot of points. Speaking of off balance, how many different times do we see shot clock violence? Violations. Now, to be fair, Georgia Tech forced a few themselves, but how many times do we see Dayton forcing shot clock violations tonight, Josh, yeah. defensively? Yeah, it's tremendous. It was just a pr- tremendous effort all around. And they, once in the second half, they really kind of locked in and uh, packed that, packed it in a little bit and uh, dared those guys to take some outside shots. And, you know, you get a little tight as the game's going on. You know, go ahead, shoot. If you're not hitting right away, as the game goes along, you're packing it in. They're kind of daring them to shoot. Um, nobody would take the shot, and, and Dayton cleaned it up pretty well. Yeah. You think this is something that maybe Archie, I guess he's just sort of been forced into a zone, Josh. We don't typically see a zone defense from Archie, but, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's been a pretty good change for the last couple games. Yeah, I think right now, and he looked at the whole situation, and he was open to anything. Because <laughs> you have to be as a coach. You know, you got yeah. cha- to change and evolve as the team goes. You know, you might he might have, you know, minutes written out of kind of what, he, what he'd like to do during a game, but that all changes in one second. Uh, you know, determined by fouls and everything like that. But using a zone and that this team can't just I'm not sure if this team can grind out defensive possessions like they've been known for in man to man defense. Right. One, they don't have the fouls. Two, they don't have the depth and they're just not big enough, you know, to do that. 
Archie's man-to-man defense when they had the whole team, they they would grind people on defense and make you take a bad shot. I'm not sure they can do that the rest of the year. So you've got to give them a little break in the zone, still playing hard and effective, but I think you're going to see the rest of the year mixing it up. You even saw a little press tonight. You're really without a true five from here on out. You have no one on this roster taller than 6'6". What I think, and let me know if you think this is correct. I mean, you got a guy like Pollard who I think plays bigger than he is because he's so long. He's only 6'6", but I think Kendall right now is at least a serviceable five, right? Absolutely. Uh, he's, playing, he's playing really strong. And, and, and again, you know, you saw you saw the uh, the game tonight where they have 15 offensive rebounds. They only scored six second uh, chance points tonight. So, and, and that had to do with Pollard and Pierre and all those guys contesting shots after the rebound. You know, they made them take tough shots after an offensive rebound. And it was enough for a win. Flyers a winner, 75-61 over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Dayton has now won its last eight games against ACC opponents. I'm John Bedell. He's Josh Pastorino. This is Flyer Feedback. It continues on the other side right here on the home of the Flyers. Only. only news and talk station news 95.7 and am 1290 whio depend on it News ready to go. I'm Pam Puso. Former President George H.W. Bush is hospitalized in Houston as a precaution after experiencing shortness of breath. He is 90 years old. Severe weather is being blamed for four deaths in Mississippi where storms have closed highways, overturned cars, and knocked out power. The same system will likely impact holiday travel tomorrow as it moves north and east. We're looking at rain by tomorrow at noon, anywhere from northern Florida all the way up to parts of Maine. It's a relatively warm storm system, so much of the precipitation with it is in the form of rainfall. Fox meteorologist Maria Molina on the streets of New York, another protest against police brutality. Every 28 hours, a black and brown person is killed and everyone goes to business as usual like it doesn't matter. This is Vice President Joe Biden plans to attend and the funeral of one of the officers killed. Fox News, we report, you decide. The News 95.7 WHIO Extended 5-Day Forecast. And exclusive for Dayton Radio is next. Would you like to lose weight instead of gain weight over the holidays? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And if so, we have something special for you. 45 days free with no obligation. That's 45 days of free fitness, free childcare, and even free tanning. We have some of the nicest, cleanest, most equipped clubs in town, and we're open 24 hours. We have a friendly, non-intimidating atmosphere with great exercise machines, tons of free weights, and lots of cardio. But get this, call now and be one of the next 10 callers, and you not only receive 45 days free, but you also receive eight free personal training sessions with a certified personal trainer. That's right, 45 days free and eight free personal training sessions. That's over a $300 value free. So call now in Centerville, 432-2000. That's 432-2000. Or reach us online at everybodyfitnessclub.com. Don't miss your 45 days free. Call now, 432-2000. News 95.7 is part of the iHeartRadio network. You can hear News 95.7 anywhere, anyplace, anytime, on your smartphone or other mobile device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton and then you'll be able to hear us around the world. The station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather, and traffic can be heard everywhere. News 95.7 WHIO on the iHeartRadio network. 
This is Jim Evans, owner of BMW of Dayton. There are tons of holidays where we give and get gifts. Christmas, Hanukkah, birthdays, and so on. But what kind of gift makes every single day feel like a holiday? Come into the BMW Happier Holidays event today and receive a credit of up to $3,500 on any new BMW. Give yourself a reason to celebrate performance, efficiency, and superior handling every time you get behind the wheel, like the powerful BMW 6 Series Grand Coupe or the iconic BMW 3 Series. Hurry in to BMW of Dayton for this exclusive offer so you can keep on celebrating no matter what day it is. Like leasing a new 2015 BMW 320i for only $279 a month for 36 months. We only make one thing, the ultimate driving machine. I'm Jim Evans, and I'm a dealer for the people. Visit me at Dayton's Choice for BMW. We're at exit 59 off of I-75, just south of I-70 across from Miller Lane. Call 877-540-4606 or visit bmwdayton.com. Credit is applied against MSRP, a final purchase, not title tax or destination. Credit allowance varies by model 31215. Payments based on 36 month lease with 10,000 miles. 3,754 total due to signing with approved credit through BMW. Financial. How do you lead in orthopedics? With a full range of orthopedic care, including sports medicine. With specialists in every area of orthopedics, from shoulder to hand, spine to hip, and knee to foot. With advanced treatments for even the most complex cases. With an expert team of board-certified physicians, nurses, and rehabilitation specialists. And with a passion for helping you live life to the fullest. So whether you're at Miami Valley Hospital, Good Samaritan Hospital, Atrium Medical Center, Upper Valley Medical Center, or Miami Valley Hospital South, you can be sure that you're getting some of the most outstanding orthopedic care the region has to offer. That's how Premier Health is leading in orthopedics. That's how Premier Health is leading with care. For more information or to find a physician, visit premierhealth.com. We're here at the mall to find out why last-minute holiday shoppers wait in long lines to get the same gift cards they can get at the convenience stores of Speedway. You know, I'm kind of a professional procrastinator. I always wait until the very last minute, but these long lines, trying to park, it's driving me crazy. Well, you know, Speedway has a huge selection of gift cards from dozens of restaurants, retailers, and more, along with Speedway gift cards, the gift you know they'll use. And I'm going to Speedway today anyway. You could get the same gift cards from great retailers, restaurants, and more without the wait at Speedway. So why am I here at the mall waiting in this long line? Good question. Plus, only Speedway lets you earn speedy rewards points with every gift card you buy. And just in case you forget somebody on your list, most Speedways are open Christmas Day. Wait, I can do all my Christmas shopping Christmas Day at Speedway? It's a procrastinator's dream! We're on your way the convenience stores of Speedway. Here's a great holiday warm-up. 100% Brazilian coffee. The 12-ounce cup, just 99 cents. Happy Holidays from Speedway. The News 95.7 WHIO Five-day weather forecast. A shower this evening, but more rain late tonight. Breezy, mild, alone here, 50. Mild on Christmas Eve, becoming windy with more rain. High 55. Temperatures drop late. Showers will mix with snow late. Some snow showers early Christmas morning. Breezy and colder during the day. High temperature of 38. Friday clouds on the increase. A high of 47. Saturday, some showers. A high of 42. And on Sunday, a rain or snow shower. High of 37. I'm meteorologist Rich Ward. on Dayton's official station for severe weather. News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Call in with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 WHIO. 
Flyer fans, welcome back into the best Irish pub there ever was, Flanagan's Pub here on Stewart Street. This is a fine radio program. In fact, we believe Mr. Marconi invented the medium just for Flyer feedback. I'm John Bedell. He's Josh Pastorino, former Flyer, still great. The Dayton Flyers, a 75-61 winner tonight. 9-2 and two on the air now as Archie Miller and company. And, Josh, the Dayton Flyers are now, uh, they've extended their active home win streak to 11 games in a row at the Decibel Dungeon. And certainly tonight you saw a prime example of why that place is such an incredible home court advantage. Yeah, you feed off of it. Uh, those those guys fed off that energy tonight. You could feel it. I, you could see it in their eyes right away. You knew the crowd was going to be into it tonight with, you know, Coach Gregory coming back, an ACC team coming back in here. Yeah. Um, you know, what a great way to end, end, the, end the, you know, first part of the season right before Christmas. And the Flyers, uh, ACC teams against them, they've fared well in recent years. The Flyers have now won with tonight's win over Georgia Tech. They've won their last eight games against uh, ACC opponents. And, uh, and you mentioned the home court advantage. I mean, tonight, Josh, it was whether it was a defensive stop or whether it was a shot clock violation, forcing one, uh, a big three ball, a timeout, anything like that, man. The place was just going nuts. And it's uh, it's good to have you along tonight. We, we were scheduled to work together uh, about a month ago, but uh, I was on uh, vacation hanging out with uh, LeBron back in my hometown of Akron. Me and LeBron were hanging out for a weekend. Yeah, so. you, you choose LeBron <laughs> over me? Come on, John. Hey, what, what the heck well, is going on? Well, you know, on? We, we Akronites, we got to stick together, man. That's it. I'm a lot like LeBron in that way. I'm just a kid from Akron. You know. <laughs> Flyer fans, this is your show. We want to hear from you. 457-1290 is the number. Or you can get at us on the Twitter, as the kids say these days. But keep, please keep it clean. This is a federally regulated industry. Uh, you can get at us at WHIO Radio. Back to the phone lines we go. Jeff from Centerville wants to talk about uh, coaches. Hey, Jeff, Josh. Welcome it's, to Flyer um, Feedback. It's good to have you back in town. Thanks, Jeff. Can you What's your me? question, Jeff? Yes, we can. What, what do you got? What's on your mind? Hello? Yeah, we got you, Jeff. Go ahead. What's your question? Hey, Josh. Um, you, you played at UD, and then you went on to um, uh, with Coach Purnell and then eventually Coach Gregory. And have you ever got any idea from them if, if they ever missed the whole UD experience? And could you comment on what you think this whole two-game series meant to Coach Gregory? And then finally, we as UD fans, we tend to think of our program and our school as being very special. And you've played here and then you've coached other places. Could, could you give us your impression? I mean, do we have a, a special program? and How do we compare the Clemson's and Georgia Tech's of the world. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Jeff. Great question. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of parts to that too. Um, you know, I'll tell you. You know, from my perspective, um, you know, just coaching at five different places um, all over the country: uh, Dayton, Marshall, uh, Clemson, DePaul, and Georgia Tech. Um, you know, everyone goes through life and talks about their story. You know, my story was Dayton. You know, my story, I came here when I was 18 years old, uh, you know, 18 years old to play basketball from Clearwater, Florida. I, I then spent eight years here, four years playing and four years coaching, and then went down to South Carolina and all around the country and dragged my family all over coaching. But um, this is the most special This is the most special place I've been at. And and I, I'm ba- I've been gone for 11 years, and I'm back now. I'm 37 now, and I, and it draws you back. You know, it draws you back. My wife's from here. We have family here, but it's hard to explain to someone uh, that hasn't been here or experienced Dayton, not just the basketball games, 
the university, the community, and how much it means to the people here. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and it means means the same to me too because it's my second home. I I did spend eight years here, before, you know, yep. uh, you know, before I went off. Um, and you know, all those different pla- all those places I've been have certain things that are great about them. You know, Clemson Clemson was a great place. It, unbelievable, uh, you know, football school and 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 what we had going down there. We were top twenty five, made three straight NCAA tournaments in our last three years. Uh, Clemson's a really, really neat school. Georgia Tech has in Atlanta one of the best academic schools in the nation. Yeah. Um, great, great, uh, you know, his basketball history there in the city. So each each place has a has a certain thing to it and has a niche uh, around. But I can tell you something: there is nothing like the University of Dayton, UD Arena. Um, and the, the feelings you get, like you're, you're a part of a community. And it's what the university yeah. is about really defines that. Goodness, so that went better myself, and I get paid to talk for a living. <laughs> hey, uh, Jeff, we thank you for the call here on Flyer Feedback. Back to the phone lines we go to Mike from Dayton. Mike, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of questions. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was talk of Dayton uh, jumping to another conference. I believe it was a Big East. And I'd like to know what uh, you guys think, thought of that, or think of that, and uh, if it's still, if they're still talking about it. And also, one of the biggest disappointments I had in following UD for the last nearly 50 years is when they dropped DePaul from the schedule. Is there any talk about bringing DePaul back on the schedule? And I'll hang up and listen to my answer. All right, thanks, Mike. I'd say from the uh, the Big East standpoint, that's that's been quiet for a couple of years, and I think that's uh, just fine with us. As far yeah, as I'm concerned. yeah, I mean, you look last year, and, and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna change every year. You know, it's right. all cyclical, you know, of what's gonna happen. But, uh, you know, the Big East is a great conference. So is the yeah. Atlantic Ten. You know, yeah, and they, right. they both have great things. The Big East has some great markets. You know, that one thing about the Big East. But if you take a look at last year, and that's really all we can go off of right now. The Atlantic Ten was just as good as the Big East. You know, from top to bottom um, in the country. You know, and yeah. so there, there wasn't. You know, you could you could stack up against any of those teams and and uh, you know try to you know play play head to head whatever you wanted to do. But like you said, John, there's just not too much talk about that right now. I think Dayton is really happy where they're at. And my thing is too. I don't know if a lot of fans feel this way, but personally, Josh, my thing is if they're making the NCAA tournament perennially, I don't, I don't care what conference they're in. As long as they're winning, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And then, uh, you know, the program's, you know, the program's absolutely in the right hands right now. You know, yeah. Archie is no uh, really happy here. And, and the, you know, the position that they're in in college basketball is, you know, is one of the upper echelon teams right now, to be honest. I mean, yeah. it, you make a run to the lead eight, you start out nine and two, you know, you lose two guys, and now you're, you're, you're playing you're playing great basketball again. Uh, you're one of the top-tier programs in the country, and I'm not sure you want to change too much of that. Yeah, that's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, the DePaul thing, I'm not really sure. I mean, that's that's kind of a year-to-year thing. I mean, they, they do look a little bit down the road as far as Tim Wobbler and company are concerned as they're scheduling with Archie's staff and stuff. But DePaul, you know, that's an, more of a historical rivalry at UD that goes back to the shot and those kind of days here at UD. But, um, I, I mean, I'm not privy to scheduling talk, so I don't know. But might that be a rivalry they, they, they might start up again? So, oh, I def- don't know. It definitely could be. And I know they look, you know, I did scheduling for a long time myself. In, in certain programs and you know you look out four or five years not as long as football big football schools but 
um, you know, DePaul's you know regional regional big school in a Power Five conference, and yeah. you know, or a or a big basketball conference. I shouldn't say Power Five; they're in the Big East. But um, you know, Chicago is a big pull for UD people. Um, you know, spending time at DePaul. DePaul is an excellent school. Uh, really neat. Uh, you know, neat background. Very similar to Dayton, just larger. You know, in a larger city. And uh, I, you know, it's a it's a great it'd be a great matchup, especially for how important a city as Chicago is to enrollment at, at Dayton. Back to the phone lines we go. Tom from Dayton. Tom, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind, brother? Hi, how are you? Not too bad. Flyers are winner. What's up? On coaching, um, I like I make I think one was I thought the fans giving Brian Gregory a hand. Uh, Nice. He was always a class guy. He led us to the Maui and NIT tournament titles, and uh, none of the fans got to see him after he left here. This is the first time tonight. I think it was a, a nice act for, for a class guy. And the other thing is that Archie, I mean, the guy, he's an amazing coach. Uh, I don't know that people appreciated it until this last week. Uh, I mean, we made the Elite Eight run last year, and that was great, but to take what he had left and put together the team that he's put together in a week is truly amazing. There's no story about the uh, uh, whole being greater than some of the parts. And uh, Archie, he's certainly put together uh, certainly more of a team than he has if you just look at the individual players on there. So uh, I'd say uh, we're really uh, really lucky to have Archie, and uh, hopefully we, we can uh, keep up these things for the rest of the year. That's right. Thanks for the call, Tom. I think we're pretty lucky to have Archie. And, and Josh, if I may, I think that any fans uh, who had any doubts about Archie, and by that I mean half the fan base who wanted to throw him overboard in January and had coaching candidates lined up, we've heard nothing but crickets from those folks since uh, they, they, that run and beating everybody not named St. Joe's between January and losing to Florida in the Elite Eight. And as you said, this is a program that's in the right hands right now. Yeah, it Moving is. I mean, if anybody had any question about Archie, Archie Miller's coaching or, or personality, <laughs> And, you know, that's what I really look at, too. I mean, you look at this team and, you know, anybody could go on and on about what he's doing X and O wise. Yeah. But getting this team to gather themselves and pick themselves up off the mat last week of what happened and then to, to play with such confidence and to push the right buttons, Archie keeps pushing the right buttons. <laughs> and, you know, that's part of coaching. Sometimes that's more. Sometimes that's more of coaching than it than drawing up a play or switching defenses or something like that. You know, that, it's motivating guys, reading guys of what they need to play well. And Archie's one of the top in the country, you know, and, and uh, he's going to stay that way. And, uh, you know, Dayton, and, and we're all lucky to, lucky to have him around. We just heard from Tom on the phone lines, another way to hop on the show flyer fans is to take advantage of the bud light mic which is where we'll go return to right now hey guys uh i, I gotta tell you what, what impressed me most was our defense tonight because uh three years ago when archie came into this program outside of paul williams and chris johnson they pretty much couldn't guard their shadow um but you know this team uh with the i think the the equaling in size you know even though we're small you know, we can double team and recover, and there's so many different guys that can pick up and help uh, that, you know, the Georgia Tech really couldn't feed the post because you had Kendall Pollard fronting and uh, Pierre coming on the backside if they tried to lab over. And uh, suddenly this is a Dayton team that, that actually knows how to play defense and has taken pride in it, and it's kind of finally clicked that, hey, if we play defense, we might get a run out. And, and you know, and uh, like Pierre, get that breakaway at the end, yeah. and and show things up on the on the offensive end as a result of their defense. 
Well, I'll speak on that, and a lot of people talk. It's a it's a great point because so many people talk about offensive execution. Well, look at their defensive execution right now, and and defensive execution means listening to the scouting report, who can shoot and who can't. You know, fronting the post, like you mentioned. How are we gonna How are we gonna negate their size? Well, they front the post, and they have great help help, uh, help side on the back on the backside. Great backside help. So those little things are executing defensively. And when you execute defensively and listen to the coaching staff, you know, they put together such a great game plan. That entire coaching staff, and I know Archie will say that too, but those guys work tirelessly on Georgia Tech. And they, those little things that happen, those are some of the assistant coaches' little adjustments that the guys listen to. You know, and that's that's the whole part of it. If you can execute defensively and remember the scouting report and pick up pick up a few things, you're going to get great offense on the other end because of your defense. And, and I, re- I really liked how they picked up a little bit three-quarter court pressure and drop into that zone. We're never going to do 94 feet to hell or havoc and all that. But every time we did that, when Georgia Tech crossed midcourt, there was 26 seconds left on the shot clock. And that was nine seconds that Kendall Pollard was not having to defend. He wasn't having to body up. He was a little, got a little bit of rest as the guards, you know, just slow him up, give us a little bit of rest, and, uh, you know, he could go hard for another 25 seconds. Yeah, when you keep the other team off balance, you know, it, it just stops their aggressiveness. They don't know what they're doing. It's hard for them to be aggressive. Yep, Flyers were certainly aggressive tonight. They were 14 points better on the scoreboard, 75-61 over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Dayton now leads the all-time series. Four games to none. This is Flyer feedback. It continues after we pay some bills here on the Home of the Flyers. This, this is Flyer Feedback. Live from Flanagan's Pub on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. For good news in Dayton, this is Marty Grunder from Grunder Landscaping Company. Dewey's Pizza recently opened their second area Dayton location at Austin Landing in Miamisburg. If you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it for good food and excellent service. Dewey's Pizza is owned in part by Daytonian Chuck Lip. Milano's is going to open up another location at Cornerstone Crossing in Bellbrook. This longtime Dayton-based restaurant has great subs and an awesome beer selection. They are owned in part by David Fisher, a longtime Daytonian. Anyway, I think you know where I'm going with this. There's so many choices for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. When you make your choice, give consideration to folks with local ties. Our great region is on a roll right now. Let's support the folks who are part of the past, present, and future. I gotta run. I'm going to Game Day Sports Cafe for lunch owned by local Daytonian Tom Renz. Good news in Dayton is brought to you by Grunder Landscaping Company, Park and Go Airport Parking, and West Banco Bank. For more info, visit goodnewsindayton.com. Attention Dayton Daily News subscribers. It's your chance to win $5,000 in holiday cash. Just activate your digital access. Go to DaytonDailyNews.com slash activate for your chance at five grand. Total digital access plus your chance at extra holiday cash. Enter today. No purchase necessary. Complete rules at DaytonDailyNews.com slash activate. It's your chance to win $5,000 in holiday cash. Are you covered? Whether you are signing up for health insurance for the first time or renewing your current policy, we're here to provide free help. Our trusted certified counselors will work with you to personalize a plan that meets your needs and fits your budget. Plus, we'll help you understand insurance discounts that are available. Find out more at areyoucoveredohio.org or by calling us at 1-800-648-1176. That's 1-800-648-1176. Sponsored by the Ohio Network for Health Coverage and Enrollment. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
The Fine Arts Center at Cross Point features local artists you can meet, providing special gifts for those on your holiday list. One-of-a-kind paintings, pottery, photos, jewelry, hand-blown glass, and original wood boxes, plus Santa cords. Come and see. Open Saturday noon till 8, Sunday 1 till 5, Tuesday noon till 8, and Christmas Eve noon till 4. The Fine Arts Center at Cross Point, I-675 Exit 4 Centerville, a nonprofit cooperative of talented local artists operating for 20 years. Welcome to the Life Plan Minute with Dan Hypes, featuring wisdom from his free ebook, Change Your Advisor, Change Your Life. Dan, there's a lot of uncertainty in the news between Ebola and the Middle East. How does an investor remain confident during times of fluctuation? Great question, Larry. We asked that question to the audience from the Clark Howard event that you and I hosted recently. And I thought that was a sharp group of folks. Yeah, and of the people that were very confident about their investment, 90% of them had a written financial plan. Those that were very concerned, well, none had a financial plan. So to remain confident during turbulent times, a written financial plan helps you sleep at night. That's right, a written financial life plan. Well, get your plan started now, or if you have one, get it reviewed with Dan and his team of fee-only advisors at LifePlan. Schedule your briefing today, 937-438-8000, or visit LifePlanFG.com. That's 937-438-8000. Today's wisdom is brought to you by LifePlan Financial Group, 937-438-8000. Chance of a shower this evening. Breezy mild will be in the 50s. More rain overnight. Low temperature near 50. Christmas Eve becoming windy in the afternoon. Periods of rain a high of 55. Gusts of wind up to 40 miles per hour. Could see that rain mixed with snow late. Snow showers into early Christmas morning. I'm meteorologist Rich Wards on Dayton's official station for severe weather. News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Call in with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 WHIO. Flyer fans, welcome back into the best bar in town for the last time tonight. Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street. This is a fine radio program we call Flyer Feedback. We're here live at Flanny's as we are after every University of Dayton men's basketball home game tonight. We're here celebrating a 75-61 Dayton Flyers win over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Dayton was 14 points better on the scoreboard, and it adds up to Dayton now being 9-2 and on the year before their last non-conference game of the season, which is a week from tonight against the Ole Miss running Rebels when they come calling at another 8 o'clock tip a week from tonight at UD Arena. I'm John Bedell. Alongside me tonight is my good pal, former Flyer, still great, Josh Pastorina. Josh, good to have you along tonight, brother. John, you keep saying still great, man. I got no eligibility left. I can't really well, play. Well, it's great anymore. because you make me sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there we go. Okay, okay. 457-1290 is the number of Flyers fans, or you can join us here uh, live at Flanny's where we got uh, drink specials to help you celebrate tonight. You can get a 22-ounce draft of Bud Light for 350 To the Bud Light, Mike, we go. Hey, uh, very good game tonight. Um, I got to tell you, as uh, somebody visiting from upstate New York, first fire game I saw, uh, show you the class of the university and its fans. I thought it was very nice that Brian Gregory got a real nice ovation. Shows you the class of the organization. And um, I uh, live I live about 30 miles from Syracuse. And last year it was kind of sad there when the uh, Flyers upended Syracuse. Guys my age up there know about the UD basketball. I think a younger generation of college fan up there is starting to realize what a great program, great institution we have here. Uh, about the game, great game. It's going to be uh, Flyers going to be up tempo, and um, I won't be watching many games. I, I tell you, for folks down here, they're going to be exciting to watch. 
Um, so uh, good luck, Flyers. And, uh, you know, they got a, a big game up at uh, only end in a couple weeks. And uh, I saw my brother talking to you, Josh, about the Riley Center. And uh, so good luck, Flyers, because they'll need it up there. No matter no matter what the quality of the Bonaventure team that's is, right. that's a snake pit. It is. A, you're right. It is a snake pit. And uh, there's probably going to, you know, you're probably planning about two feet of snow coming in, coming off the lake that week, too. That's so right. uh, I remember, uh, you know, remember uh, I tried to forget about all those Olean trips, but I, I can't anymore. You guys just brought it back up. I don't even I don't even want to think <laughs> hey, about staying at that right. Castle Inn and oh, eating, yeah. uh, eating at some Italian place that's probably not even there anymore. That was a. Uh, there's a lot of history there in Olean. Not all, all of it's good, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a good school, and I, uh, the Flyers are uh, probably looking forward to getting up there and starting eight. Yeah, it'll be a good test for them. Only in New York, as Larry Hanskin once said, it's not the end of the world, but you can sure see it from there. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. We go uh, to friend of show, Tom from Kettering. Josh, that uh, restaurant's called Angie's. Oh, Angie. Still there. Still, Still there. there. Still, Still there. there. Okay. Going okay. strong. Right. Uh, uh, no, um, just a comment on tonight. I mean, you know, uh, I think I think we got the right coach. And uh, um, <laughs> the, you know, he said there's absolutely no excuses for how many guys you got. Just irrelevant. And uh, uh, he he conveyed that to uh, the players. And uh, they, uh, you know, they know where they got to last year with this guy. So uh, uh, who better to believe than Archie? Well, you know, and that's a great point. Um, you know, when guys play that well and play that loose and make adjustments and execute offensively and defensively that much, they have an unbelievable confidence in their head coach who's leading them. You know, the first thing Archie told them, we're not making any excuses. This is who we have. We're going to win games of who we have. And you know what? Those guys looked him in the eye and believed it. And, believed it. and sure. they have to believe it to, to do that. But, you know, I truly believe, you know, a team takes on the personality of its head coach and how he acts every day. And those guys have taken on Archie's personality. His t- all the good, you know, his toughness, his confidence, you know, and they listen. You know, they do a great job of listening. And their practices, you know, those guys have been getting better in practice because they have confidence in their head coach. Yeah, I, I think uh, uh, one guy that, uh, uh, you know, he, he plays a little bit the way you played. And uh, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say he's cocky, but he's, he's sure as confident as Kyle Davis. And he almost got a technical tonight for uh, uh, talking back to the ref. And then the ref went over and talked to Archie, and Archie took him out for about two plays. And, and Kyle was just laughing, and, and, and then they put him back in. So, you know, he, he, he was not going to – he doesn't back down to anybody. It doesn't matter what size it is either. He does not. Tom, we thank you, and Flyer fans, we thank you for listening tonight. Josh, good to have you along tonight, brother. Great to be here, John. Thank well, Flyer you. fans, that's all our time tonight. Thanks to our producers, Colton Brendan. Our next game is a week from tonight, Tuesday, December 30th, when the Ole Miss running Rebels come calling. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock with the expanded Bud Light pregame show live from Casano's on Brown Street. Then Larry Hansgen and Keith Brooks Hall have the tip at 8 o'clock. And actually, you know what? Bucky's back on Tuesday night. Larry Hansgen, the legend, makes his return at 8 o'clock here on News 95.7. We'll see you here at Flanny's for feedback after the game. Flyer fans, we'll see you on the radio Tuesday. Until then, for Josh Pastorino, I'm John Bedell saying Merry Christmas, Flyer fans. I hope Santa brings you what you want.